Hi, this is Garden Tart Hillary. Our charity for the month of June, in honor of Pride Month, is SAGE. SAGE stands for Service and Advocacy for LGBT Elders. Founded in 1979, SAGE is the oldest and largest nonprofit organization dedicated to improving the lives of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender older adults. In addition to care and advocacy, SAGE has a national digital storytelling program for LGBT elders to collect stories drawing on unique life experiences. For the month of June, a portion of the proceeds from our merch store and Patreon support will go to SAGE. For more information on SAGE, go to sageusa.org. And for our merch store and Patreon, go to thegardentarts.com. Happy June, and remember, love is love. Okay. Shall we then? Yes, we shall. Okay. Let's go. Hey everyone, it's Jenny. It's Hillary. And we are the Garden Tarts. Yes, we are. Still. Still. <laughs> Two years in, we're still the Garden Tarts. So we just celebrated our second podcast anniversary. Yes. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. And you, Hillary, posted the cutest little, I love the graphic that you posted <laughs> on the socials, but we got so many people on Twitter were like, what? Two years? And I was like, I kind of thought it was three. I <laughs> know. Well, because we, don't, we, ha- we broke it up into seasons. But... I know. It feels so long. But someone else, our friend Janice, was like, how's it been only two years? You all are such an institution. And I was like, oh. <laughs> It's like, and I mean it as a compliment. You've become such an institution in the YouTube fandom world. I'm like, that feels like a really nice milestone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. So everyone who wished us happy birthday, thank you. You all were very cute and very kind. Thank you very much. We're honored that you've you listened at all much. I know. Even, Two even years. Even start babbling on social media. Like, thanks <laughs> for yeah. that. I got a question this week, which I've had asked before, and I never have an answer. No one's ever given us an answer, but how do you hear about us? Because we have listeners all over the world and in, like, really obscure places like Madagascar. And (laughs) I don't know if that's actually one of them that just came up with, but, like, I don't know, Belarus. Like, how do you, how have you heard about us? Anyone, anyone listening to this, send us a message in Twitter and let us know how you first heard about us. Right, whether you're in some non-American country or not. Wherever you are listening, just... <gasps> we have a new listener in St. Martin. Oh, that's nice. It yeah. might be an old listener on vacation. It could be. Yeah. I was looking St. Martin's contact is a Dutch Virgin Island. Oh, there you go. Because I th- I have that shot glass that says I got high and <laughs> high so we, from St. Martin. I think that my brother went there. So Madagascar is not on our list. Okay. I but just, it feels like it should be. But I mean, Nepal, Cambodia, Ukraine. Albania, like Botswana. How, is, how did you hear about us? 
was it a hashtag that came up? Was it a word friend. of mouth or a yeah. YouTube, you know, forum somewhere? And I mean, even if you're here from the States, even if you're like in New York City, tell us how you found out about us. We want to hear. Did you search YouTube podcast in your podcast player? I wonder how we come up with that YouTube podcast. I don't know. Stick it in there. Are you in the in the Apple yeah. player? I'm just I just googled it. Okay. Whoa! Hold on a second. What? Well, firstly, the first one that comes up is you talking you two to me. Okay. Player.fm has a list of best YouTube podcasts of 2021. Yeah. Oh, I'm seeing that link. <gasps> we're on there. Yeah. Like, we're on there pretty high up. I see it as the first one. It was just mentioned six days ago. Yeah. Oh my I don't god. Know this with or without you two one. Oh, that was three years ago. There's the review two guys. They're on there as they should be. But nice. Yeah. Congratulations, Sauce. <laughs> yes. Congrats. Well sweet. Yeah. Well, here's to another year. Here's yep. to year three. We're going for it. Yes, we are. We have some U2 news. Yes, we do. The first is that while I am bringing this up, I would like to remind you all to please visit our website, thegardentarts.com. <laughs> um, seriously, go do that because we have links to our merch store and to our Patreon page and all these other places that you can show your garden tart pride. Yeah, do that. So, Bono was recently, he showed up on the socials from ING Media. He just, sorry, he just made that, like, sneezing noise. I am not going to pretend to know how to pronounce this gentleman's name, but they were honoring someone. The Royal Gold Medal. Do you know who this is? Let's see if I can get there. Because it's coming from Twitter. Hang on. We love a good Bono spotting. ING Media, who they are a PR company. And they were, they said, congratulations to Sir David A-D-J-A-Y-E. I'm not going to pretend how to pronounce that because I don't want to misrepresent him. He was a recipient of the River Royal Gold Medal. And apparently that's, that's really, really, it's, it has to do with architecture, but he got a greeting from Barack Obama, like mm-hmm. a little congrats from Barack Obama, and one from Bono. I feel like that's all you need. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're just like little 10, 15 second videos. If you go to at ING Media, on Twitter, you can see both of those, and it's all worth watching. There's a little video of him getting this medal, and then Barack Obama's thing, 10 seconds, Bono's is like 15. And 
It's just really nice. He looks well. He, lo he looks like Bono. So he looks well fed and well rested. Good. That's what we need. That's all we I want. Always, I, that's all I ever want. And music. <laughs> and music. Speaking of, though. Speaking of. And this has been a teaser for a bit, for years, actually. And we all, Bono posted something on their social medias about DMX when he had a heart attack. Is that right? And was in the hospital. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What yeah, Bono, I think, he had, I think he had a heart attack. Um, he was not, he, he did not make it. But Bono had just worked with him on an album, on a song on his album that was coming out called Exodus. And that just came out like days ago and it's called skyscrapers. And if y'all pay, have been paying attention, this skyscrapers verse, it's like a chorus that's repeats in the song originally showed up YouTube in 2011, 2012, an album, that involves Swiss beats, but instead of DMX, it was Kanye. Hmm. So I was like, I know, I know I've heard this. I know, I know, I know it. And I recognized Bono's verse, but I didn't, or the chorus, but I was like, I don't mind recognize the rest of this. So I don't know if it's a new recording that he did, or if it's the same one from the early 2010s or what, but it is, gorgeous 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 you can find it whether you're on itunes or spotify just search dmx skyscrapers and it will come up i mean bono's voice he just ugh, outdoes himself he really does you meant you've mentioned a lot recently the control he has yeah. Like early Bono is all about like how high and how loud can I get? Right. Right. <laughs> and this is so perfect. The control is just gorgeous. And DMX fan or not, Bono takes up a bulk of the song. So yeah. go listen to it. Definitely listen. worth a listen. Yeah. And one more, I know you've got some stuff, but one more tiny piece is that I guess Steve Lillywhite was on some talk show recently, a few days ago. If you don't know, he's produced a lot of YouTube stuff. And he said that just earlier in the month, he was in London with the band and they were playing some stuff for him that they're all really excited about. New material. Yeah. Stuff's Which in the Which is interesting because... I mean, Edge said a couple times in the past year that they hadn't been working on anything. Yeah. I think they've had a lot done. Yeah. And yeah. I think probably. recently it's my gut and little rumors that stuff's been happening just in the last few months. Yeah. Since COVID's been calming down a bit and vaccines have been happening and such. So, Exciting. fingers crossed. Yep. Fingers it doesn't crossed. mean we'll see any of that material. Right. <laughs> I mean, ever or anytime soon. Whatever album ends up coming out at whatever point will probably be something completely different. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> God forbid they work with what they've already got. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I personally that, yeah. could use new material about yeah. right now. Yeah. I not do. a tour. Yeah. I'm not anywhere close to being tour ready, but yeah. I'm totally up for new music. Yeah. I'd be up for like a book tour. A book tour. That would be great. That'd be nice. Yep. Keep working on that book, Bono. <laughs> you wait to do your book tour until it's safe. Definitely wait until it's safe. And uh, I mean, but clearly he's had a lot of downtime. I don't know. It feels like he's been working his ass off on all kinds of stuff. I know, but like he's had, he's been able to work on his book. Yes. I mean, it's not like he's been, you know, traveling and doing all yeah. this stuff and like all these videos we see of him honoring this person or that person. If he were to do that pre COVID, he would have been traveling and right. All this stuff. So yes, absolutely. There has been book time. Hey there listeners, Jenny here from The Garden Tarts, and if you are a major YouTube fan, which I am assuming you are if you are listening to this, then you are also aware of Bono's work with the organizations Red and One. It is absolutely imperative that we give them all the support we can right now, especially right now, as they are not only dealing with the AIDS epidemic that they have been fighting for years, but now the COVID-19 pandemic as well. So check out one.org and red.org and see how you can help. Okay, so I have some fun facts. And the way that this came up is um, I've been staying with my brother and my sister-in-law and my niece, my baby niece, for a couple weeks. And um when my brother is cooking or when, when my sister-in-law is cooking, my brother has been going down list Rolling Stones top 500 albums in order. Yeah. And like trying to give us clues so we can guess what okay. the album is. And it really is like really, really fun. Like we've had so much fun doing this. Um, and so when I was, talking to my sister-in-law about what we should talk about this week. She said, you need to talk about YouTube and the charts. Okay. So I don't have like any complete information, but I have a few fun facts that I thought would be interesting to share with everyone. I know some of the stuff I, I mean, I didn't know any of the, I knew some of the information, but I didn't really know any of the specific numbers, but Okay, first fun fact is U2 rank as the 22nd highest selling music artist in the U.S. with 52 million certified units sold. Wow. Um, wow, that's like just U.S. numbers. Yeah. Wow. Number 22, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, this information I did know, but they were the first group to attain number one albums in the U.S. in the 80s, 90s. 2000s and 2010s nice the first yeah. groups you said first group to attain okay 
Um, I mean, it might be first artists. I don't. Right. Those two things, they, they intertwine in different facts. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So they've had eight albums reach number one in the U.S. That's the third most of any artist. Eight. Wow. I don't know who the other two are. I assume Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Um, Beyonce, maybe. I don't know. I'll say Beyonce or Taylor Swift or. Yeah. Lady Gaga. Somebody big. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so the eight albums, you want to know what they are? I mean, it's not really hard to figure it out, but. Let's hear. The, the, the albums that have charted number one on U.S. charts. Joshua Tree, Rattle and Hum, Octung Baby, Zuropa, Pop, House Man on Atomic Bomb, No Line on the Horizon, and Songs of Experience. Songs of Experience, I feel like, needs to have an asterisk because it sold so well because everyone who bought a ticket got yeah. a copy. Now, I don't really That's not you two specific. That's a total industry thing now. It is. Um, Madonna did it. Like, and and that said, it, it. It, it deserves to be on that chart because, yeah. holy shit, I mean... I mean, it's one of their best albums. Okay. Absolutely. So um, they've had 10 number one albums in the UK, tied for eighth most of any artist. This is crazy. In the UK, the band has spent 1,463 weeks on the charts, ranking 15th of all time. 1,400 what? 1,463 weeks. Weeks. Wow. Yeah. So hit pause for a second because I can't. You're going to divide that by 52? Yeah. <laughs> That's 28 years. <gasps> 28 <laughs> I, That can't be right. My math sure, is, but... it's a calculator. 1463 <laughs> divided by 52 28 point one. Th- wow. Can that be right? Uh, I will just go for it. Okay. Wow. Um, that's a long time. That can't that's be right. Crazy. Well, take my everything with a grain of salt, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I think your calculator's fine. Yeah. Um, okay. So on to tour information. Okay. Um, according to Polestar, the band grows $1.038 billion and sold 9,300,500 tickets from 255 shows between 2010 and 2019. Whoa. Just in the 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 teens, just in the two hundred and fifty five shows, two hundred and fifty five shows, which is absolutely remarkable. I mean, and not just that, they almost all came from three years. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean they toured in in some in twenty ten and twenty eleven, but right, the bulk of that was. Um, 
was 2015 to 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, the, num- the, the number one grossing tour artist of the 2010 decade and the only artist to surpass the $1 billion mark. That is insane. So, I mean, billion dollars. So the tours, this is just, so it was 360 in I and E Joshua tree, um, 30 E and I, and then Joshua tree 30 part two, which was in, um, Oceania, right. Um, which is interesting because they only had two tours in the whole of the nineties. Yeah. Zoo TV and pop. Yeah. I mean, Zoo Ropa is in I mean, it, but Zoo it TV still went was on forever. Tour. Yeah. Yeah. Zoo TV went on for a year, years. Well, it, it started in, um, what February of 92 and it ended, I don't know, sometime at the end of 93. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then in the two thousands, they had three tours, elevation, vertigo and 360. So that is remarkable that they, that they've done more in the most recent decade of their career than they, I mean, that's just totally nuts. They are in a class of their own. Yeah, they are. They are. But, I mean, I also, I mean, I say that Songs of Experience is my third favorite album. And, you know, if you had asked me any time between 1992 and... 20 whatever 18 when the album came out if i thought that u2's you know next best album was ahead of them i would have said no Mm-mm. but no definitely i mean it is it is my it is my second favorite but it rivals my first yeah it's my third favorite but oh my god. It'd be interesting I mean, when we get to it how I feel, how it starts to stack up. Yeah. Because I mean, you know, from doing our podcast, I've totally changed my thought process of how I think of Zuropa. I mean, it totally yeah. changed me. Absolutely. Completely. Because it up. was my yeah. third least favorite for since forever (laughs) and uh it's not i don't know where it falls in my ranking but it's not um it's not that low anymore yeah um so my brother had had a question (laughs) okay to ask bono over um whiskey and cake and that was what did the band think they were gonna accomplish with numb (laughs) Like, what did you think was going to happen with that song? Did you just, I mean, really? Like, (laughs) it's just dumb. It's, I mean, I see where it's coming from with the whole, like, sensory overload and all this, this and that. But I'll tell you, if they weren't at the height of their game with Octa Baby and Zoo TV, 
people have been fuck that shit. Yeah. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, talking about taking a risk when, you know, the world is fine with you doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's. Tell them to write it down. You have so a, doesn't forget you know, it. You can only have a song like that and have success when you're a band that can do no wrong. And that's where they were when yeah. Zeropa came out. Yeah. They were flying high. Yeah. People were anxious for what's next and they went off it. Yeah. I just, I thought that was a really interesting question. <laughs> I love it. My brother was like, Hey, can you ask Bono if what he thought was going to be accomplished by, and I'm like, over whiskey and cake, absolutely. Yeah. Though we I'll might we might get kicked out of whiskey and cake night if uh we ask all the questions that we wanna <laughs> that we pose so far. Well, first we'd have to remember them all. Right, that's which is impossible. I used to write them down. <laughs> but that definitely is a, what were you thinking? Well, and it's just an honest question. Yeah. As long as you ask it in a truly curious way. And not in a laugh. What the fuck? In, right? Not in a pointing and laughing. Like, ah, ha, ha, ha. What the fuck were you thinking? Like, no, what? <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. Yep. Yeah. What were you hoping to accomplish? Seriously. Ugh, do you have any more fun facts? I do not. But I'm trying. Those are to great. Think of, um, it's just a little... You know, a little sampling of fun facts about charts. Well, what to you, what is, does it matter? Do you give a crap of what that, that there's an, you know, that an album charts? I mean, I don't care. I don't pay any attention to that. Um, I care because they care. They care. And I mean, it, it helps them, you know, with their future albums and contracts and motivation whatever um and there is a letter at the rock hall Mm -hmm. um that i think bono wrote to jan winner he said he had no idea he would be excited as he was when they bumped robbie williams off the charts he said that was just really satisfying to him and he didn't know how I'm sure it was UK charts. Yeah. And it was, I think, I mean, I don't know when it was, but I, I do remember Amanda that about that. Yeah. Amanda would know. It and was in that, a, 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 like a window box uh, display on the, like a wall display at the top of the escalator. So that, I feel like, We've had to have that letter for a long time at the Rock Hall because we've had a lot of Rolling Stone exhibits. But that was the first time I'd seen that. All the U2 stuff we've had, all the Jan Wenner stuff, all the Rolling Stone stuff. I'd never seen that letter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll have to ask Amanda if that was new for that. Maybe Jan just came upon it. Yeah. It hadn't been in the – if that had been in our archives, I would have seen it. Yeah. But that was um, new. It, yeah, but that uh, I just got a – I don't know what the rest of the letter was about. I just remember kind of getting a chuckle out of Bono saying that – Turns out was, competition's kind of fun. Yeah. 
But, you know, so my my other brother, Will, I remember him hearing an interview where Coldplay said, early, early Coldplay, Chris yeah. Martin said, um, someone was like, where do, where do you want to be in your future? And he said, we want to be bit, bigger and better than you two. And Will was like super offended and was like, I, I'm never going to listen to Coldplay. Aww. And I was like, bring it. I want, right. I, I would like, I mean, I, that Bono, that the band was probably happy to hear that too. It keeps them on their toes. Exactly. Exactly. So Robbie Williams, if I'm looking correctly, I think his first solo album came out in 1997. I feel like that letter was from later than that, but I don't know. But I mean, but there's been other, he had a yeah. huge album in 2000, 2002. There's, he's got gobs of stuff. I bet anything it was 2000. Yeah. Because, I mean, it sounds like, I mean, Beautiful Day could do that. Right. Right. Easily. Interesting. Yeah. So that's not like some young kid Bono that's, you know, that's a grown-up. Grown-up. Yes. <laughs> that he likes winning. <laughs> yes. It's good for him. He wins a I lot. Love, he does win a lot. So if y'all have been paying attention, our charity for this month of May, today is the last day of May. You all will hear this in the beginning of June, but it's Monday, May 31st, which means it's the very end of the African Well Fund's annual Build a Well for Bono's Birthday campaign. And this month, they, they've been doing this for you know years and years, but this month they raised $12,000. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. In a month. They specifically build wells in sub-Saharan Africa, but this one is going to be in Tanzania, and it's going to provide clean water for 3,500 people. It's pretty, it's so remarkable. I Absolutely. really highly recommend going to the African Well Fund's website and looking. They have a map with all the different um, countries in Africa and the towns that they've built wells for and how many people that provided clean water for. And what started as probably a fun little project that I bet you they were going to do it for like a year. Right. They've been doing it for years, many years. Yeah, for years. So just huge, huge shout out to them. And we donated a portion of our proceeds from our March store went to them as part of that 12,000, as well as we took all of our funds from this month's Patreon contributions and donated that. So we were honored to be able to use the money that you all use to support us to help support them. Yeah. So if you're, when you're listening on Wednesday, we should have, we should have information on our June charity of the month. Right. Also, if you are a patron of us on Patreon, you do get a discount on merchandise, correct? Um, yes. When you become a patron on a few of the different levels, you'll, you'll get a discount code for your first purchase. So if you do that, then 
you get a discount and still a portion of our proceeds then will go to the charity of the month. Yes. So that's really smart. Economical and... And you're then you're giving twice. Yeah. <laughs> you're helping us give more. Yes. Yes. Well, we sure are glad that the bands and I guess it's been Bono pretty specifically keep providing us with these fun little nuggets for these apps. And I really keep it coming, man. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. And I love that. I mean, fun facts are always fun, but I love that it came from conversations with your brother and your sister-in-law who are music fans and enjoy you two, but aren't necessarily you two fans. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Jeremy's a U2 fan. Jeremy's a U2 fan, but he's not us. (laughs) No, no. So I started helping him catalog his record collection today. Yeah. And he has an ungodly amount of Herb Albert records. Really? (laughs) Like, okay. I mean, seriously, sure. Ridiculous. Like, totally, totally ridiculous. Oh, one last thing about, which has nothing to do with anything, but I don't know where you are, but if you're in the Maryland area, this is the worst cicada infestation in, what, 17 years or something? It is this disgusting. 17-year brood, yeah. And you walk outside, and it's like, it sounds like static. Yeah. It, it's just sensory overload. Horrible noise that it's, oh my God, it's just disgusting. And I mean, they you find pieces of them all over the place and ugh, I just need them to go away. This is not. Would you like to know that this brood happens to carry bacteria that makes their butts fall off? So I did... Here, my that brings uh, me great joy for some reason. <laughs> my sister-in-law said that it was something about their mating ritual or something that made yeah, their butt yeah, fall yeah. off. The no, so this I learned this on NPR. This bacteria or fungus or something they get can make their butts fall off, and then they fly around with no butts. Yeah. But also, they actually talked like that on the NPR podcast, but also. It can make, so the males do one song and the females do another song and that's how they find each other to mate, right? So the, if the males get this bacteria fungus or whatever it is, it can make them do the female song. So then the male cicadas hear it and come to them and they're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. <laughs> this isn't going to work. <laughs> That's very, very interesting. Maybe they find true love. Yeah. It's but not they, all about sex. <laughs> but they'll be, they'll all be dead in a week or two. Yeah. So it's yeah. not going to be any sort of long-term relationship. No, we had this, I remember this, I grew up in Southern Ohio and we would get this brood and I remember two very distinct times with two very large oh my god it was the worst but I was just down visiting my parents two weekends ago I think and my mom called me like the week before and she's like Jenny please don't please still come please 
even with this information. And I'm like, oh my God, what? She's like, the cicadas are coming. <laughs> I was like, I still come, but I'm not leaving the house. Yeah. I'm not no, hell no. No. And but like, I missed them. I missed them by a few days. Oh, that's really good. I got really lucky. I didn't see a, didn't hear or see a single one. Mm-mm. The ground has to be specifically like 67 degrees or something. And that's when they, I've really learned a lot about them recently. I'm going to send you this short little NPR podcast. It's like 12 minutes or something. Okay. And I, I think you'll feel a little vindicated about cicadas and their butts. <laughs> like, I want to know what they do to help the ecosystem like what's the point of cicadas i think they're they're bird food oh okay i'm okay with that i think be why this every 17 years it's so extensive science like so much of science does not understand them it's really really interesting yeah hmm. and how they know so precisely when to come up and all at the same time and it's different broods and different some of them are 17 years. Some of them are 12 years. Some of them are, there's a nine year brood. Like, well, it's interesting the direction this app has taken. We started off with Bonner's beautiful voice in the DMX song, and we've now ended with cicadas flying around with no butts. <laughs> oh, this was good. <laughs> Shortwave. The NPR podcast is called Shortwave. If y'all want to look it up, because now I think y'all want to hear it because you're going to be like, God, I hate cicadas. I want to hear about their butts falling off. Cicadas, shortwave. And they like laugh, excuse the bun, the pun. They laugh their butts off on this episode. (laughs) That was not because they are like, oh my God, here it is. Brood 10, it's from March 25th, shortwave, the rise of the 17-year cicada. It's 14 minutes. It is worth your time. Definitely will check it out. I'm going to send it to you, Hillary. Because I just felt like I just have, I hate them so much, and I've had such trauma with them as a child. That I, it, I, really I mean, like. so I had never seen one. We, before, I don't know, probably 17 years ago, but we have, we've always had them, the shells on like a tree in our yard always, but I never saw the actual. Really? And you like hear them, right? But you don't. I mean, I didn't know what it was at all. I wasn't aware until whatever the last infestation was, which we didn't have in Newport News and we don't have it now, I guess. Crazy. I remember in. Fifth grade, the, one of them was the big bruises in fifth grade. I remember boys biting their heads off. Oh, my God. Don't tell me They're that. They're like two or three boys. Sometime in high school, one flew and hit me in the face. Oh, my God. We need to end this up right now because I'm going to another burn. story that's worse, but I won't tell you. I just tell it. So I <laughs> softball practice, and we played in this big, huge field. And I was in the outfield. I was playing center field or something. And someone hit the ball way far out, ran, ran, ran out and got it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can totally throw this ball so far. I was going to throw it to the second base person. And I threw it as hard as I could. I knew I needed to, like, lob it. And I was under a tree. And I didn't know it. 
So the ball went up into the tree and it rained cicadas. Oh no. I'll never get over that. Ever. No, I'm, I can still I don't feel it gonna... like hitting me in the face. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm so sorry you had to live through that. I, it was really traumatic. They're so. They're worthless. Yeah. Except for the birds that eat them. Maybe other things too. Okay, so yeah. Um, go listen to search DMX skyscrapers. <laughs> go listen to anything you two right now. Go listen to anything other than us. <laughs> yeah, anything. Listen to anything. And listen yeah. to our eps. We've got all we've got two years of eps to yeah. for you to catch up on. And I promise, almost promise, that every other ep you'll never hear about cicadas. I'm a hundred percent sure that this is okay. the first mention of cicadas. Okay. That's fair. I mean, there's a possibility that we talked about, like, the ten plagues in Egypt or something and talked about locusts. I don't think we did, but that's that's not unlikely. Right. It's a possibility. I feel like the whole pandemic thing, a plague probably came up at some point. Sure, it did. But speaking of none of that, I realize we haven't asked people to write us reviews on iTunes recently. And y'all had a really good streak going. And I think that you should pick it back up. Please do. Plus, there's a lot more of you now. Yeah. A lot more of you. So, and I hate that it's only iTunes. So if you listen on Spotify or you can leave us a tweet that's like a review. That make us happy. But if you leave a review on iTunes, it helps people find us. It fits into the algorithm and if people search YouTube podcasts will show up and it really helps us so much. So please leave us a five star review and please. we'll give you a shout out. We'll read it and give you a shout out in the next app after it shows up. And if, if you have bad things to say, just for the love of God, please keep it to yourself or just talk amongst your friends because I will cry. Result. I will yeah. cry. If- you don't want to see Hillary cry. No. Or here. And I'll come on this podcast and cry. (laughs) Which has happened before, but not because of the podcast. Other Other things. Other things. But, um, please leave a review. Five star review. Thank you. I'll give you a shout out, obviously. Yeah. And we're slowly, speaking of shout outs, we're slowly collecting more questions for a. Ask the Tarts question. Ask the Tarts episode. That'll be like a Q&A. You can ask the Tarts anything. We might not answer it, but we'll we'll thank you for asking it. Yeah. um, If If you can uh, really ask anything. anything. It doesn't have to be you two or ask anything. Yeah. But that's all I know about cicadas. I don't know anything more, any more science. Okay. So that's it. Okay. Well, are we uh we good to go? We're good to go. I think we are. So, welcome to June, you all. And until next time, may your music be loud and your whiskey be strong.
Peace out. Later. <laughs> I don't know why that was my response. <laughs> okay. Let's say good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs>